Hello, everyone, and welcome to CView Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time we've received a moment of your time. We are honored, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. Time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Danny, and welcome everybody to Confessions of a Desperate Psychic with Lara Wells in the UK. She actually lives in a fantastic place now. She's the keeper of an inn in Scotland where she is having the most beautiful retreats and events that you can um, think of. If you ever traveled to Scotland, visit the Kiro Tree House and have a reading with Laura there. But for people like us that we are not thinking of traveling anytime soon, we can bring Lara to us. So Lara Roll has been a professional medium and psychic for 17 years. She is a busy mother of five children, and she didn't find it easy to work in a professional environment, deal with issues, advise clients, speak to the dead people, and juggle the many demands of running a publication called The Psychic Voice, as well as writing for national and international publications. So Lara is also a published author of the book Spiritual Sliming, Slime Your Life, Slime Slime Your Body. In this book, Lara explores the link between the baggage we carry in life and the effect it has on our body. Contact Lara if you want a psychic or medium who is real and has sparkle and pizzazz. And you can write to her at larawells at me.com. She is on Skype, on Twitter, and also on Facebook. So you look for her, Lara Wells, and just um, tag her name on Facebook. So let me 
we are again con contacting her all the way to the UK and we are waiting for her to call in. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to call her and see what's going on. So hold on a second and um, wait for with me while we talk to Laura. Claudia, we are waiting for you. I'm, I'm here. I'm trying to get on it, but honestly, it's been a bad time for me, so I don't know. Are we on here at the moment? Uh, well, they can hear you because I have you on the phone. So while you connect on your computer. I've just, yeah, I've just had to switch over onto my, the Microsoft laptop because it doesn't do it on the, for some reason on my phone. So I'm having to be creative with a minute. Yeah, okay. So... I sent you the link on your Facebook Messenger. Yeah, I connected on that link. Hang on, that's something. It won't let me in unless I've got a Yeah. Okay, so we have people here that are waiting, and just so you know, she's going to be connecting with us very fast. And while she connects, we can hear the. Does it put my name in? Yes. That's what I meant before when I said it needs a name, right? Okay, hang on. Uh, direct connect. Yes. Thank you. Sorry to keep you waiting, guys. And Mercury's going direct from today. You wouldn't figure it out, would you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a dialing in from my computer. Wait a minute. Okay, so. Thank you for waiting. I'm so sorry I've kept you hanging on there. No, no, you never do. You see, we were able to talk to you and we knew what was going on. So we have people waiting for you, but we talked. I was telling people that you're going to let us know a little bit about your book, The Spiritual Flaming, and how is it that it helps you to put some weight off by just switching the way you think? Yeah, well, it's more like exactly dumping the baggage in order in order to um, shed the weight because it is like a shedding. Have you noticed that when you're empathic and you really feel a lot, that we tend to take on board, we, we help other people, we tend to take on board all their shit as well, right? So, you know, dealing with that mentally and physically all means different things to the body. And I, I discovered that by being a medium, and working professionally for years, the weight just piled on. And no matter what I did, it just piled on. Yeah, and you know, I I deal with, I work with a lot of people in the metaphysical, and you're not alone. We're not alone. Many of us are like, hold on, are we? why are we just gaining weight if we are you know, doing the life workers work, why can't we just shed it out? And and you're right. We are uh, adding a lot of stuff that we shouldn't. So how can we help us? 
Well, I think an understanding is what the trigger points are. You know, with that, when I lost, I lost. Um, you know, funny, I wrote the book Spiritual Slimming about ten years before I actually lost the weight. So technically, you could say I got channeled the information to, to put it in the book, and it's published by All Books, the really well-known, you know, publishing company. And um, then when I actually lost the weight ten years later, it, I looked back and I was like, Oh my God, I already wrote about this, right? <laughs> Even in my mind, it was like I wrote it, but it didn't quite kind of sink in and connect with me. I still had to do all the personal stuff that everybody else did. You know, like I even worked as a motivational um, speaker for um, a well-known swimming club in the UK for six and a half years, and it still didn't shift. So it's it's not about doing all these things. It's about clearing the inner baggage. It's about actually facing head on all your shit. Instead of just compartmentalizing it and shoving it into the back of your head, I feel that the more that we've got in the back of our head, the more actually our body will respond to gaining weight. They don't, like, for example, we're light workers, all right? And have you noticed that the, high, the, the, the lighter you become in the light working side, and the more that you do there, the more your body has to correspond and do the opposite to that, right? If you look back, mediums over the years like Doris Stokes you know for, for argument's sake Sally Morgan is a well-known medium okay and she she actually you know she, I think she had a, a, a tummy scapes and stuff eventually so it was but you look at the the, the, the more the more you do in that say so the more work the higher you go vibrationally the body's got to respond to it to keep it on you know like earthbound grounded yeah, so it gets heavy. Yes, it has to. So it's aware that you're sending your energy around because we're, we're a spiritual being in a physical existence, right? That's the reason. If we didn't have our physical self, we'd be floating around all over the place. All right. <laughs> so if you're going to be doing light work and spiritual work, then you're going to sort of learn to kind of hop vibrationally higher and higher and higher to receive more information, to receive more enlightenment. The body and the mind thinks that you're detaching, so you have to. It has to correspond by being bigger and heavier to, to keep you balanced. So, Lara, for not to have that happen, do we just need our intent to have roots in the in the, in the earth plane to be more active or more? Um, every day to have that intention of not I'm anchoring myself, I'm here, I'm present, even though I can connect to the higher realm. That's that's right. And what it does, you see, is it causes something that we call conflict internally. (laughs) All right? The higher you go, the more your body has to bulk up physically to keep yourself grounded. It causes inside uh, a pocket or an area that is similar to describing like an inner conflict. You know, when you mm-hmm. get pulled apart, north, south, east, west, you, you get that separation. And it's in that conflict that we learn to binge eat, right? Mm-hmm. We learn to medicate it. You know, it's a bit like if you've got a headache, people will go for a painkiller. Mm-hmm. Right, for the headache. So the inner conflict of, of um, in the, the spiritual industry that we're in um, causes our poles to be too far apart so we, we develop this space in the middle and we will attempt to fill that space with food, with drink, with alcohol, you know, with, with drugs, 
uh, women, men, right? We, we think we feel that there's something missing. In my case, it was food. And I would say to people, you know, it's not, not so much, because I could go hours and hours and not eat anything and then I'd eat the wrong things because my blood sugar level was low, so I'd try and get that up by eating a bar of chocolate and what have you, so it wasn't good. But um, my argument used to be that unlike all the other, like, drinks and drugs and stuff like that, you know, you didn't have to have those to survive. The hard part about food is you need food to, and, and to eat food in order to, to live. So it's a harder one to give up. It's a harder one for you to actually be able to look at and go, you know, we might have a bit of a codependency relationship because it is about relationships. Having a relationship with food. Perhaps my relationship with food is to make up for a void of not having appropriate relationships with people around about me. Um, in, in my book, I have a quote in there by Winnie the Pooh, and it said, gluttony is a sign that something's eating you. It's a sign of what? That something is eating you. Ah. Right, Winnie the Pooh said that, right, well, the author... Milne actually said that. Um, and I thought that was really appropriate. That if you feel that you're binging, right, or you're medicating with eating, you know, by eating food to comfort eat, for argument's sake, then you look at the relationship there that you have with food. Perhaps you always feel that, that food's always there for you, right? Perhaps you feel that um, nobody else would understand all those inner thoughts that you're going through. So we tend to kind of like settle them down by medicating with food. To actually lose the weight, I ended up having to be tough with myself, right, and actually visiting all the things, that, instead of running and coping and getting solutions for them all the time, I went through a phase of, what happens if I didn't need to find a solution for that? What happens if I handed it over to the universe and trusted that the universe had a solution and that I, in fact, was not in charge of it? And that was the key, learning to let go of all the stuff I didn't need to resolve, that I didn't need to fix, right? That I didn't need to, um, I suppose, be in charge of and have to constantly pedal with all the time. What happens if I let go of that? So I, I let go of that and it was hard. There was times I forcibly had to, like I would lie in the bed, put myself on the bed and, and no matter what, not answer the phone, no matter what, you know, don't get involved in other people's crap, right? No matter what, learn to go, you know what, what's the worst that can happen? Because nobody's died, so if nobody's died, then we'll let it pass. There's going to be a resolution by the universe if we allow it to be like that. And there was repeatedly time and time again. Hmm, that's interesting. So, Lara, why don't we start taking some calls, and then in between the calls we can continue this conversation, because I think it's very deep, and we can learn so much about that. So, are you ready for our first caller? Yeah, have we actually got callers? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to start with like, Michelle yeah. from Florida. Who is this? This is Michelle. And she is Hi, in she Florida. She's in Florida. Th thank you. First, I want to say thank you for taking my call. Hi, and, um, Thank you. And I just wanted to ask a question. I'm very scared, but I'm also high on my face. 
and uh, I went to the hospital and uh, with chest pain, uh, but they found uh, all my lymph nodes were swelled, and they thought maybe lymphoma, and but two of the tests came back negative for cancer, but now they want to do a mammogram because they found a, a mass on my breast. But I have rheumatoid arthritis, so I'm thinking where I'm having a flare-up is causing my immune system to act up. So I'm hoping and praying that that's all it is. So I guess my question is, you know, I'm scared this of dying. I'm not ready to die. I've done pray to God. I'm like, I'm not ready, you know. So I'm very, every book that I read, some book tells you to eat, not not to eat meat. That, and then other books I read say you need to be vegan. And then the other books I read say that you need the protein in your body. You know, it's just eating healthy. So my question is kind of, what is my body lacking to get this inflammation down? And do you see cancer, you know, or is it the inflammation from the RA? Um, or what are the foods that I'm lacking or the vitamins or nutrition that I'm lacking? It's like I don't know which way to turn right now except for my faith in God. Absolutely. I hear you. You know, the cleansing part, straight away I saw that your, your cells need to dump some toxins. And, a, and a, a good way to do that is go and look at the Gerson therapy, all right? When I started my weight loss journey, right, that's a therapy that I think is more or less a 90, 100% um, cancer success rate. But if you take away the cancer, I wouldn't even look at it as cancer. I've picked some cards, Michelle, and even though there's a medical card here, um, the balance is just all out in your body. I think there's an incredible immune system reaction. I, I, I do feel that, definitely. And that your, your cells, it's a bit like a spot that needs burst. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Uh, what do you mean, a cell and burst? Well, do you mind me asking how old you are, Michelle? I'm 50 years old. I'm 50 years old. Yeah, so you're the same age as me. All right, then. Okay, then. So let's look at it this. It looks like... I don't, I don't feel that you've got cancer, by the way. I've picked some cards relating to this as well, and I really don't feel it. I do think you're having an immune reaction, a, a bodily response to something that it feels is foreign within your body, all right? And we get lots of masses, but I think it's a high level of toxicity that we're dealing with, with it in your body. Okay. Uh, so what was it... What was it? Said that, that that would help get rid of it, the toxins in my body. I didn't quite understand what you said. I feel your body's too acidic and it needs neutralized. Right. So you need to go to foods that are neutral, right? Like there's certain lettuces, and that's why I said if you go to the Gerson program, they have a very good um, detoxifying program that is more neutral. I read somewhere that cancers, most cancers are actually. Um, actually produced by having too much acid within the body all right and so the balance goes out um and tomatoes are very good right to readdress the balance also cleansing the liver putting um, a little slice of lemon in boiled water in the morning to cleanse the liver and help the liver um get rid of and shift the toxins in your body but i honestly feel that it's having the faith you're, you're doing having the praying bit at the moment, which is fantastic, right? Visually seeing yourself actually being well. I 
feeling you've been under an enormous amount of stress, and I honestly feel that your um, your body's response is because of the stress. So, uh, Lara, just to clarify, you said the Gerson program, G-E-R-S-O-N, correct? Yes. Okay, uh, let me bring her uh, back because there's too much noise in, in your, in Michelle's, and that's why I've been muted here. But did you get that, Michelle? Yes, she said the Gerson program. The Gerson program, yes. Yeah. Another another way of looking at it, do you, um, and this, I don't know even if I can talk about this on thing because there's so many laws in different states that are different, but um, cannabis oil. Yeah, we can get that here too, yes. in, in North Carolina. <laughs> it's a THC in cannabis oil. You've got two <laughs> components in your body. All right, two, it's a bit like having a pneumonia um, antibody in your, you know, you've got two cannabinoid receptors that need triggered, right, for inner healing by introducing cannabis oil with THC, which is the propeller for it, and it triggers the cannabinoid in your system, and then it'll replicate itself right the way through your system and will promote inner healing from the inside. That's good. Um, actually, cannabis is legal here in Florida, but good. every time I've done cannabis, uh, smoking it, it gave me a headache. So maybe I'll just try the oil because, you know, that's, it's not that's a thought. By burning it, smoking it that way, it doesn't, it doesn't, you don't get the health benefits that you do if it's an oil. All right. If it's an oil, it goes through a certain process because I've taken oil a couple of times. Right, right, way back at the beginning of my weight loss journey, and it, it really helped propel. It was almost like giving it an inner healing, you know, of its own. And then I neutralized my body by um, doing the Gerson. I even had some cannabis in the um, lettuce and the fruit drinks that they gave me as well. Um, and the, we juiced some cannabis in that. So you can juice it and you can take it by oil. They're the only two ways that will promote the inner healing that you need, not by smoking it. So make sure to do the oil and and what uh, what is the best meat for me to eat that you see or um, the best vegetables for me to, to stick with I feel or to you, stay away from? Yes, I feel that in the morning what would be good for you if you could not eat anything until 11 a.m. in the morning, all right, and you have a power drink, right? And we're talking about celery, okay. We're talking about um, lettuces. We're talking about um, tomatoes, right? Because tomato, tomato juice, the, the components in tomatoes specifically target the breast area, right? So eat lots of tomatoes, like the salads at lunchtime and in the evening as well, right? With a little cherry tomatoes. Yeah, tomatoes. Yeah. And, and tomatoes. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, see, I thought I, I thought tomatoes was making me have a flare-up, but maybe not, you know. Uh, okay. uh. I think the, the baby tomatoes and the, the big tomatoes, like cherry tomatoes and the, the large tomatoes are totally different. But um, tom tomatoes, tomatoes in particular target the breast area. 
but you've your lymph nodes are up, so it's actually your whole body is having an autoimmune response. For for my feeling, your body's responding a bit like lupus. Yes, that, that they thought they thought that it would be uh, lymphoma or lupus, and but they did two tests and they came back negative. And of yeah. course, um, now they found that breast mass, and they're wanting to do a mammogram uh, tomorrow. And uh, so I'm pretty nervous, but I'm trying to stay strong because I don't know. I just feel like it's really my rheumatoid arthritis uh, yeah. because every yeah. Rheumatoid arthritis—it's all over the place. It's pretty painful that as well. Right now, here's the thing I learned from a holistic consultant: is rheumatoid arthritis. It can be flipped by overdosing the system with salt. What did you say about overdosing on the soap? Salt, sodium, salt. Okay. So try to get. Get rid of the salt? No, no, opposite way around. Oh, okay. get more salt because yes. that way it will. Okay. My and the reason why I know this is my own father had had rheumatoid arthritis. He no longer has it, and he paid for a private consultation in Edinburgh over here with a holistic consultant. So he not only was trained to a very high standard in the medical side. He also had holistic qualifications as well. And he learned that by overdosing on salt, so it's a bit like um, like massively, I mean, probably levels that make you shudder. And he did that twice with my father. He got an incredible flare-up, like really intense both times. And after the second time, the rheumatoid arthritis went away entirely. Um, Lara, when you say to overdose with salt... How long? Forever? Yes, a couple of weeks so so it gets better? Or what would you recommend? What we could do with that, I'm going to check it out with my father because it, it was about 20 years when this happened, you know, with him. And it's been a long time and he's never had it back. But I think I'd, we could maybe keep in touch with Michelle and I certainly will ask my father about the consultant and then see if she could go and see a consultant over there. Okay, Michelle, so the best way to get in contact with Lara is, would be to email her for that information, LaraWells yeah, at yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to go with our next caller. She is in North Carolina, and her name is Miranda. Hi, Miranda. Hi, how are you? Great, thank you. How are you? Good. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for calling. How can I help you? Uh, well, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm going through a lot of changes right now uh, in my life, um, my spiritual practice, my personal life. Um, I don't know. Is it is there anything that I should be focusing on, or anything that I need to, you know, take care of, or where do I go? What what is, what advice like, do you got? You sound like you're about ready to check out. <laughs> I'm sorry? You sound a little bit like you're ready to check out. If somebody were to say, right, that's it now, you're like, oh, great, see you later. Checking out usually means ready for the other side. Oh. <laughs> I meant that as a joke, obviously, by the way. But anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah obviously. <laughs> what fashion are you? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. 
What star sign are you? Um, uh, my sun sign is Taurus. Ah, right, okay. I'm a Taurus as well. Right, okay then. Um, my main is Aquarius. Yeah, sorry, I can I can actually see there are a lot of changes, and I feel that, you know, the heart wants what it wants. Have you heard of that saying, the heart wants what it wants? Yes. Okay, and, and, and the heart has felt a bit unstabilized, you know, it's... I think basically she's been dealing with too much incoming, as I call it, you know, too many um, problems via other people. And this is a, 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 you really worked your way to a place where it's about building your own vortex. All right. Um, stay in your lane. Um, now is the time to help you. And I really feel that a move in home, all right, of, of where you, you know, from moving from where you're staying at the moment is probably a very good idea. Yeah. Um I'm I have uh recently made you know made the decision that I, I believe that I would like to separate from Yeah. My, yeah. That's, that's um, why I said the difficult. heart right. In other words it the heart doesn't want to be where the heart is at the moment. All right. It's it's left already. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So the separation, all right, is is absolutely right. Okay. You said you you know about the separation. It's got moving home, so moving from where you're staying at the present and having a fresh start. All right. You can't make excuses for what the heart wants. You you're clearly a woman that when you're in love, you give yourself a hundred percent. But when you're not getting a hundred percent back, you become despondent, and the heart kind of it just takes off, all right? And yeah. it appears to be heading in a different direction. Um, like it's seen something or somebody that it wants already, all right? So um, you've got to be optimistic about that. I think that it's a bit complicated is what I want to say with the situation. Um, it's very I'm, complicated. <laughs> I'm trying to be graceful about it. Be yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> You're probably getting the yeah, right. It's complicated. And, you know, it's as complicated as you want it to be. But it's like any business arrangement. I like to look at relationships as business relations, you know, because you're the business of having a relationship with you first and the business of having a relationship with somebody else. You know, I don't think you're liking yourself very much at the moment because you feel that maybe you're letting everybody down or that because you feel that you're letting yourself down because you can't keep this pathway in your life open anymore right you've already left you you need to go all right but the responsibilities are holding you back all right and it is a simple if you want to leave you pick your case up and you go you do not need to explain to anybody why you're doing it but what you do need to do is make sure that you're cared for and that the grounds are qualified in order for you to do that, to go to a certain place or to a certain person. Do you see like a, a time frame of when I will actually make this move? Um, I have a 16-year-old daughter. She's angry with this whole situation, you know. Um, I, and that's that's kind of what's keeping me in place at the moment, you know, because I don't want to. I don't want to disrupt her. You know, that one year of high school left. I just need to get her through. 
Yeah, but you know what? They can go back and do do. I'm sounding very merciless about this, but um, at some point your daughter's going to leave you anyway. All right. At some point, what if she does this year of high school and flunks her exams? Right. Then you feel like you've stayed there for nothing. But you can't be made a. It's a form of bullying as well when you're psychologically entrapped in the situation that you're in, and people vocalise that no matter how you feel, you've got to stay there. We're no longer living in, a, in an era where women do right by the masses because you get an unhappy woman in the home, it makes everybody happy, unhappy. It does. Okay, and at the end of the day, this is your life, and it's your lifeline, your energetic lifeline. I think what I'm trying to say is I'm feeling energetically that you're struggling even to, to go forward every day because you are that unhappy where you are. So... um. But it is a home, and I mean, your partner um, won't leave, I don't think, all right? I just don't feel that, I think he's being very stubborn. He is. All right, I'm seeing a pattern, you know, with the daughter and, and the, the, the partner as well, by the way, you know, the same nature of controllingness where you're concerned, all right? And teenagers are angry anyway, right? But guess what, as a parent, kids are always angry at us. It doesn't matter what we do, if it's good or bad, they're still angry. That's true. <laughs> what star signs your daughter? She's Leo. Yeah, growly Leos, yep. Leos do like things to be a certain way. I think, to actually, Tori and Eva know their air signs, and we probably portray that we want stability. We're, in fact, actually the opposite. We like to feel that we're free, even if we've got the same home to come back to. Otherwise, we don't cope very well. Whereas Leos, they actually like their home. They like minimalistic home. They like um, everything to be ordered and in its place. And that's where the controlling side comes in. But you know okay. what? Your sign after Aquarius is the end of May, June, which is Gemini. And it says that you're actually moving on then. I'm, I'm moving okay. on when? You're moving. You're going to be moving. So during probably the summer holidays of this year, right, it looks like you're moving. Okay. Okay. So it kind of gives you a, for, you may be there for another two months, and then it looks like you're, you're getting a new place to live. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, how am I financially going to be able to carry all this on my own? And I think that's another reason that's holding you back as well. Yes. Okay. So this is the entrapment feeling. Yeah, I do feel trapped. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I'm just yeah I'm just I just feel like I'm just at a place where, you know, there doesn't seem to be um, a right choice. You know, it just seems like no matter which option I look at, it's not the right one. You know what I mean? Like it, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm just too scared to step forward. I'm not sure. Well, you know. It'll feel very wrong before it actually gets right because you've got a shitload. Could I just tell you that that feeling that you're getting of um, it's wrong, it feels wrong that direction. If it was wrong, if I stay, it feels wrong in that direction. But in actual fact, the whole lot, any of them will feel wrong until you, you, you work through it. It's not going to be easy is what I'm saying. Even staying where you are is proving to be not easy. Right. Okay. Now, this house that you're staying in with, with your partner at the moment, right, and assuming because you don't love him anymore, you, you're not in love with him, 
because there is a difference with a woman. We, it's love and in love is separate. Hopefully, you get it with the same person. Um, you're not his mother. I'm okay. glad that you can tell that I am not in love with him because I thought I was just like you know I'm like I I really just haven't felt that I'm in love with him in in a long time. Okay, and is he desperately trying to prove you know that you should be together, and is he swearing his undying love? And I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Is he is he adamant he wants you to be together still, and is he swearing his undying love and you know being emotional with you or? No, I mean he says he wants to work things out, but um, you know I have I've changed. I, I mean I am a different person because of my spiritual uh, you know path. Um, I've been working it for about eight years, um, and and both him and my daughter are not incredibly supportive of you know the whole yeah. new age blah 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 blah. They kind of dump it all in there, you know, um, to the point where I mean. They don't even want to learn about it. You know what I'm saying? They're to to be able to understand it. You know, and I've asked, do you want to know what I do? No, no, I don't. Okay, can I can I bring people to the house? You know, do you mind if I bring people to the house for workshops or things? Absolutely not. We don't want that here. You know, so um, I find myself not being at home so that I can be who I am and around people who, you know. You know, you'd be well, as well saying that actually you're a man rather than a woman, aren't you? You'd be as well saying that you're born in the wrong body for the way that they're reacting towards you. Mm-hmm. You could have said that you're a transgender and you probably would have got the same actual um, response from them. So, <laughs> so it's like being in a religious setting. Where you've got what about, a family, a what daughter. about the religious setting? Yeah, it's a bit like being um, with people that are devoutly religious, but don't actually entertain anybody else being a different faith. All right, and yeah. you expand it, you know, with your spirituality, and and you know, once you expand, you can't go back in the box. Mm-hmm. But you just can't. No, you can't. <laughs> I tried. It doesn't work out so well. <laughs> Absolutely, and that the, the father is the daughter on side with him. Really, when you think about it, but go to the you have to go to the the dad, right? The the father, right? The 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 husband, partner. Women are, in my experience, change more than men, right? Are they change quicker than men? And usually, if you're in a good relationship, the man changes to keep up with the woman. All right, that that's what I have observed and experienced you know, throughout my life, and you know, reading for nearly thirty years for people. And, you're, you know, a lot of the time the men can change. They'll go along, you know, and just even see what it's like with the women. But if they're absolutely refusing to, it's all it's like rejection. They're rejecting part of you. That's exactly you, how I feel. That's exactly it, you know. That, and so, yeah. and, and whether they like it or not, it's leaving a space because you'll become despondent for another man to be in. You understand? For and then you'll get the blame for that because he doesn't, you know, it's like, oh, my, I'm the victim here because, you know, she left me and this, that and the other. But the truth of the matter is that 
you're both in this place, right, and he's not contributed to you, um, you know, your growth, all right, and you've been there cooking and cleaning and, and contributing to keeping him warm and loved and stable and all the rest of it. It's not an even distribution. This is what I mean by relationships, you know, as in when they become too much the other way, they're going to go wrong. All right. So either helps you stay there or it helps you move. Yeah, definitely can't stay. No, you can't stay. And financially... You know, you you need help to move. All right, so you need to pull funds out. Are you renting at the moment? By what? Are you renting, or is it a bought house? No, we we own we own uh, two houses. One we rent out. Right. Okay then. And is it you know is it possible to? The reason why I'm saying that is I feel my feeling and my gut instinct was I wanted to take something money out of the house. I wanted to actually remove part of it from them. <coughs> it makes okay, more so sense. that would be like to sell. That would be like to sell the house because we have a lot of equity in our in our homes. Well, the reality is, sweetheart, if you leave him, he's going to have to sell it anyway. Okay. Right. The reality is that you have put X amount of years in there, you know, with daughter and all the rest of it. That you you have to have part of that house. If he's not going to help you to stay, then you're going to have to get that help to move. Okay. Sorry for being so so hard about it, but um, no, no. I mean, it's it's it's, it's nice validation, you know, because you know, you're exactly where I, you know, I've been kind of teetering, and you know, I got that relationship, and then I'm kind of interested somewhere else, and then you know, my spiritual business, you know, I'm I'm just kind of like all over the place, and it's been hard for me to find. The, you know, directions in each one of those, you know? Absolutely. And the end of May, June time, I think you're just reaching a, like a point of, no, I can't do this anymore. And it's the facing it head on to talk with um, the guy you're with just now, you know, in, in the home, the, the husband, the, the father of your daughter, in that I'm not happy here. Um, we're going to need to move. And, you know, I have tried, and we're now going to have to put the house in the market. Okay. Okay. Because it says here, I've got. Um, it, it looks like you're not sleeping well at night. It looks like you're you're not able to switch off. Also, your diet as well. Um, if I was to say anything, try and balance your diet up a bit to help charge up your inner self a bit more. I know only too well, sweetheart, um, that when you work in a spiritual profession and you do lots of good work in that area, it's like draining your battery all the time, you know, and you don't want to come unstuck. So this is about doing it for you. Also, an interesting way of looking at it is when it may be your daughter's father that you're with, and of course she's got loyalties there, but you also need as a responsibility as a mum to show her that if you're in a relationship that doesn't make you happy, it doesn't mean you have to stay. Yeah. That's true. Okay, if I put it like that, it doesn't, you have, your responsibility is to her to show her how to cope if things go wrong at some point for her, which inevitably they will. Yeah, that's, that's a, and you are absolutely right. It's a, it's a hard concept for, you know, it's a hard concept for me too. Um, I mean, I know it's there. I know you're right. I know that's the exact thing. 
you know, sometimes, but you just, even though you know something, it's hard for you to get there. <laughs> Absolutely. The best way is to, to actually put action in without thinking about it. Don't allow your mind to take control of the situation because it's always going to pick safety. Okay. Mind will always pick safety. And you're a Taurus. You can actually work your way through anything. You've got the resolution, you've got the stamina, you've got the patience. And do you have any, um, is there uh, is there any, um, any insight on this other relationship? Okay, let's have a look. Well, you know, where they're concerned, they do blow hot and cold a little bit by the look of it. But I, f- I feel that this other relationship is what I call, do you, do you know what a twin flame is? Right, a twin flame. All right, this is a twin flame relationship, so we'll feel like you're magnetized again. Am I right? Yeah, I can. I can feel yeah. that at times. I mean, I can, I can see where that would be. Magnetized together, but things are uncertain on their side as well, and they kind of will just humming and hawing and humming and hawing. But it's people probably in a bit of a not really sure themselves, you know, which direction they're heading in or, or what that will mean for them. But I, I, I do say, can I just say that this Christmas is going to be entirely different for you, for you both? I feel that, you know, for things that are worthwhile and working for to work out really well, quite often we have to go through the assault course. We have to go through over some obstacles and climb up a few hills and at times you feel like you want to give up. But actually, the other side of it, I see happiness. I do see a future for that relationship. But I also feel that you're confident because it's kind of shaved quite a lot off you. I think the situation um, has kind of taken its toll a bit. But do not be afraid to step into that. Like, step into it. Step into the owning you. Step into the mindset of, you know, get over yourself and how you feel about it doesn't matter. Okay, it does not matter. It's stopping you going forward. Every day get up and say, right, what am I going to do for me today so that I feel right? And do let us know, Miranda, how, how it went and how it follows back to the show. And good luck with that. Thank you, Laura. That, that was a beautiful reading for Miranda, and I hope that helps her well. Thank it you, Miranda. Difficult. It is so difficult sometimes, Lara, to make the move, even though every cell of our body is asking us to do so. It is sometimes it's it's almost um, it's there, but you don't know how to reach that. So we have a caller. Well, this is a is someone in the chat room, and he just posed a question. And can I ask you his question? Sure, yeah, go for it. Okay, so his name is Brad, and he is in Sacramento, California. And he says, my life has been crazy lately, with parents being ill, cars breaking, blah, 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 blah. Will it calm down so I can catch a metal break? Oh, God. And the name is Brandy, sorry. 
Bradley, right? Bradley? I'm not sure. No, Bradley. Bradley. Mm-hmm. Like the whiskey brandy. Okay, then. Right. Well, I've picked it. It says here, um, Easter, I think, is the 21st of April. And it says, it you know, the cards say that it will settle down, all right, the other side of Easter time. But I think it's safe to say that he needs a sabbatical. He needs to sort of sit back and actually let go of everything, I think, not feel that he's, he's struggling to pull all the threads together. But, in fact, the threads have to be let go and understand he doesn't have control over the situation. And where the parents are concerned, I think we need some help where that's concerned. He does not need to take it fully on his own shoulders. All right. It looks like there's a bit of family kerfuffle, as I call it, a bit of family angst, because I feel that it's all been left to, to him, which is not fair. But I do feel that emotionally, where relationships are concerned, things are starting to take a remarkable turn for the good. By the time we get to May, it looks like he's really heading towards an entirely new um, place in his life. All right. One that's happier, but I, and I, but I do feel that it's a lot to do with where the parents are concerned and actually getting help for them. Things are going to settle down here, Claudia. All right, they get worse before they get better, and he looks much happier in summertime. That's good, and and, and it was my mistake. I I think it's a she, and her name is Brandy, and she actually says, "Yeah, I got help these last two weeks from from good. family." That's good. So we're finally getting help. I'm sorry for saying he, by the way. I could have sworn you said he. It must be she. But um, all the cards are all pink and everything. Can I just say that? So actually that makes more sense. I think I was just going along by what I heard. But um, yeah, and I think getting the help that the parents are concerned is probably part of it. But our central nervous system is a bit fried. So it needs a sabbatical. It needs a holiday. It needs to be able to let go of the reins and say... What I do today or don't do today is not going to make a significant difference to where they're concerned. Handing over the responsibility, all right, to people that are able and trained to do it. And do you see any love coming to her to to her life? Yes, she's that's what very pride. Come, come, um, yeah, I'm not sure about the situation there, but um, I think I said before, and I've picked three cards here. Which, um, relationship-wise, God, they've had a shit time in the relationships before, let me tell you. It's almost like everything's been dumped in this pool of the show, you know, and, um, like, and it just keeps on shoveling. If it's snowing, it's carrying on snowing here. Um, however, about July time, between May and July time, a significant difference in the love life here, can I just say. Um, she said she's going to say yes to an opportunity um, when it just seems like it's just the offer of a coffee type thing. And my God, it's going to lead to so much of a better path for her. I think this woman can definitely deal with stuff a bit better if she gets a love that she deserves. Absolutely. Well, couldn't we all? But definitely her. Because um, she's, she's like a battery that's not being recharged. <laughs> well, but that's good news. So this summer, her life is going to change in all directions. And someone is coming to her life as well. She has to say yes, right? There's a course that she's going to be doing, right? And she may feel at the time that, oh, my God, I can't do that. You know, I've got too much on my plate. I really want to encourage her to say yes to do this course. And I feel that oh. that's a lot to do with leading her to love. 
Okay, so Brandy, say yes to that course. Don't let it go because you're going to yeah. find good results there. Yeah. And yes, everybody that is listening, this show and all of the shows are recorded. So you just use the same link that we have been using to um, promote. And just after the show is done, wait five minutes and you can uh, access as many times and forever. So, Lara, is there, we were talking about your book and how it has changed your life in many ways. And you mentioned that one of the things that we need to do before it starts working on our own is that we have to really sit and go back into our own lives and our relationship with food and with our um, the way we have accepted other people's things or other or even our own and carry them and that's part of the way as well as that need like the, the being light workers that need of being rooted sometimes our body understands rooted as okay let's get heavy correct yes it feels heavy, doesn't it? And your body bulks up because it feels heavy. I think as well, um, it's probably, my relationship with God probably improved as well at that point. When I let go, I felt I had no option but to entrust with God a bit more, to hear his voice, to hear his instruction, right? And and to hear his gentle words and his words of love. And, I, you know, for anybody listening to this right now, you're probably thinking, oh, my God, that sounds a bit fruity. I, I don't mean to. It's not fruity at all. It's not fruity. But when you shut down all other areas of communication, and, and, and food is also a communication because it's a relationship. It is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you do you mind if I bring our friend Tracy to the show so she can also join on this last part of the show and talk about the food? Tracy, is that okay? Yeah, that would be great. Can you hear us, Tracy? Are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've just been piddling around listening and getting some paperwork done. I'm really enjoying the show. How can I help? Well, we were talking about about food and the weight loss and spirituality and all, all of the ways that our relationship and being um, very sensitive, that has affected our weight. And also the relationship with yes. God. How when we change that relationship and I think in in my words I would say when I find what it means for me to have a relationship with with the Lord with something bigger different from what I was taught correct absolutely and and trusting yourself as well yes I mean you know a big shift for me when I and, and it, it's taken years, and I still work on it daily. We're so tr- trained, and our mind is so occupied by the body. I mean, the minute we get up, I feel great. I feel sore. I'm hungry. I got to go to the bathroom. I got to brush my teeth. I got to have coffee. I got to have breakfast. I mean, there's just this consumed. Even if you feel very good and don't have 
some illness you're trying to conquer, we are, I don't know the percentage, but our mind is consumed so much with assessing the body and the body's needs and taking care of it. And am I doing right? Am I doing wrong? Am I doing right? Am I doing wrong? Am I doing right? Am I doing wrong? It just goes on and creates such a wobble. And for me, probably about four or five years ago, I, I just realized, you know what? God created every cell in my body, whether that's, you know, between 23 trillion and 30 trillion. And they have an infinite intelligence. And there's plenty of um, evidence out there. Bruce Lipton in his um, The Biology of Belief is, you know, a really good book to, to read yeah. on that. Um, but what business have I to have to put my nose in that business, right? I don't know what these 30 trillion cells are supposed to be doing, right? But God created them to know that, right? And mm-hmm. so just undoing that thought process, which takes so much time, and to, to release that because it's oftentimes the tension and the, that we put ourselves under in this constant assessment of our body, and especially, you know, women, are held to a higher standard of that, I think, socially. And mm-hmm. um, so just deciding, and, you know, I created a mantra, which was just, I trust you, God, with this body. And every time I start to go off to some kind of assessing, I go, I trust you, God, with this body. I trust you, God, with this body. And, you know, doing my best to undo the decades and lifetimes of, damaging thoughts and feelings about the body yeah because like they weigh heavily like you're saying if you're waking up in the morning going oh my back's sore oh I feel like crap right is negativity right right from the word go negativity that that makes the intuitive self feel incredibly despondent yeah it then expects that fight or flight um, sense to, it's like a, an incoming, so it has to bulk up and barricade itself to protect itself because it believes and perceives that there's danger just by those negative thoughts. So we are reaching at the, the end of the show, but um, and we're going to continue with this conversation through your show. So one of the ways... If you were to pick one tool that has helped you a lot, Lara, to change one of those thoughts, what would be your favorite of the day? Um, God, as a medium, I would say that um, connecting with um, the, the divine, connecting with a high vibrational frequency is what always sorts my brain out, let me tell you. You know, it, it makes me feel so much better. It's like... You know, if you think that you have a, a thing with chocolate and sweets in the physical self, that's like the, the same on the spiritual self. Um, <laughs> I feel that it's trusting myself, right? At that moment of panic, you know, where you reach for the chocolate bar, it reflects that panic at the fear inside of you. And just taking that moment to go, it's going to be okay. Right? That's all any woman ever wants to be told. And men, if you're listening to this right now with your women... <laughs> women that want to communicate with your men and go, um, you know, the man's going, well, how can I help you, you know, and it's causing all this conflict. All we want to be told is that everything's going to be okay. The minute somebody tells us everything's going to be okay, something inside us stands down, and we trust that. 
Right, and then that's when we go to God. It's like because the big guy upstairs, even in a relationship, there's three in a relationship anyway, God, you, and your husband, right? God's mm-hmm. already telling us it's okay. He's already telling you. It's just that we're not hearing that. So it's listening to the inner voice. And if push comes to shove, have somebody round about us that at least, even if it doesn't look okay, they're going to tell us it's going to be okay. And then when we feel good, that's it. It made all the difference to me. I remember when I lost my weight, you know, my weight, and, and, you know, just really quickly at the end here, I'd actually jumped in a train, went to three countries along on my instinct to be with a man, right, that I'd never met before, like an arranged marriage, and that man told me everything was going to be okay, right? Three years later, I shed 13 and a half stone, right, and I moved back up to my hometown to this glorious place that you've probably seen me posting on Facebook about. So that's what happened when I told myself it was going to be okay. I not only lost the weight, but it changed my entire life. Trusting yourself, trusting that you've got this, no matter what. That's beautiful. Yeah, we got it. So let's just remind ourselves every day, every moment, that we have everything that we need. And we don't need anybody else to come to our rescue because we got it. Right, Lara? We have got it. And as you know, Claudia, as women, right, we're always so busy looking after everybody else that that we forget to actually even tell ourselves that. Mm -hmm. So, girls, you've got this. Those of you that are listening, you've got that. You've got it. You've always got it, no matter what. What's the worst that could happen? Nobody's died. Not even you. Well, yeah. So, again, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for being here. Remember, if you want to contact Lara Wells directly, larawells at me.com, but also follow her on Facebook, Twitter, Skype, YouTube and you. Yeah, I've got a Lara and Wells YouTube channel, which um, we, we go into criminal stuff there and analyzing faces and stuff. So if you fancy something like that, do come along to my YouTube channel. And what's the name of your YouTube channel? It's my name, Lara Wells. Oh, You'll be able to easy. see me with the red curly hair. <laughs> yeah, so Lara Wells in YouTube as well. So let us know how you can, you need to contact Lara, and we will help you as well and see you. And we, we will have Lara back in um, May, which yeah. be the first Monday on May 6th. And thank you, everybody, for listening, for calling, for being with us. Tracy, welcome, and thank you for being here as well. And have a wonderful rest of the week. All right, that's fantastic. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.